1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian podcast is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. Fun, safe, and stress-free gatherings were hard to plan until now. For only $99, you can reserve a theater for a private showing for up to 20 of your friends and family. Details online at MarcusTheaters.com. It's been a week. Plenty has happened. Get it all back in order for you. Gary Graff, our music expert. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? First question of the day. Uh Oh, by the way, we're fine. That's good. They're doing the share biopic. They are. Biopic, biopic, whatever. Biopic. Who, uh, who, 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 and you have to think quick, plays Sonny? Who plays Sonny? That's a good question. Mark Maron, maybe? Mark Um, Maron. Let's have a look at him. He does. He does. He's good. He's a really good character actor. He's in the upcoming Aretha biopic, Respect. So that's the that's the first one that uh, pops into mind. He may be too tall. Um, I don't know, John Stamos. John Stamos says Sonny Bono. You know, <laughs> you put enough rubber on I his face. Really? I can see it. I said Ashton Kutcher. Brian said Rami Malek. No, Rami? Rock said Rami Malek. Oh, Rock. Yeah. Rami could do it. He's I, he's a little too in the face, a little too chiseled. Ashton's too tall. Um, he needs kind of a yeah. pudgy, kind I'm of a pudgy my, I'm, rounder. I'm going with my first instinct, Mark Maron. I think, oh. I think do we have a really? Do we have a share yet? Uh, we don't. At least not an announced share yet. You know, the whole thing was just announced this week. It's uh, the producers of Mamma Mia, who of course have become enamored of of working with Cher as part of that franchise. And uh, you know it's being it's being directed by Judy Kramer. I'm sorry, Judy Kramer, who's uh, you know who was the force behind Mamma Mia, and the guy who's writing it, Eric Roth, uh, also did A Star Is Born. So you know we've, you've got good pe- you've got good people behind it. I'm guessing that this uh, must have happened when Alice Cooper was uh, still <laughs> drinking. He bought an uh, an Andy Warhol original. Oh, he didn't buy it. Oh. Okay. Andy, uh, Andy gave it to him. Andy Warhol gives oh, him even a, better a painting, and, and, then, he for- and then he just forgets where he puts it. <laughs> and an oh, that's nice. Piece. Thanks. It's, yeah, it's titled "Little Electric Chair," and it was during the early '70s at the time that Alice was using an electric chair at his stage pro- as a stage prop. And I guess you know Andy gave it to him at some point, and Alice stuck it in in a closet. But it it moved with him through the years, and Alice was having a discussion with another musician friend and you know who was talking about the warhol he the musician friend had and alice was like i think i've got one <laughs> as if you know because it's the kind of thing you forget i guess if you get as many golf- <laughs> i think i have a warhol original i think it well listen he gets so much callaway stuff it's easy to forget you have a huh. warhol original i tell you what if i'm cleaning up my closet i get rid of the warhol stuff before i get rid of the callaway stuff oh, absolutely yeah absolutely so he's going to put it up for auction you know it's called the far Fall Larson Art Auction, uh, partly for chair. That's going to be in October, uh, October 23rd. In fact, uh, some of some of whatever the painting get fetches will go to the Solid Rock Foundation, which is Alice's charity. Do we have a uh, ballpark figure on what they think it'll go for? Between 2.5 and 4.5 million dollars. Wow! Wow! 
And, and that was just, that's like something you just forgot he had forgot. hanging around. Yeah, and that's something, you know, doing a little house Boy, cleaning. I, I, should, I should find stuff. Right, like $4.5 you know? million dollars laid <laughs> in the closet. The best thing I could stumble across, I think, that I would find is some old radio station stuff that I got back when we were laser. Mm-hmm. And you never know what that might be worth. Yeah, I do know what it's worth. It well, it's, it's not, not worth it's not worth two point five million. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, Eric Clap. Two dollars and fifty cents. I think you could get. For yeah, <laughs> I suppose, but I don't really don't want. I just I, I'd give it to somebody before I bother with two <laughs> two fifty. Here, take it. It costs you more in postage to send it to the high bidder. You have to wait a long time until they're <laughs> in the category of like Egyptian. Pyramid artifacts. You honestly never know. Worth something. You honestly never know what's going to get what out there. I mean, you know, we have six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair for fourteen thousand dollars at a recent auction. I mean, yep. Who knows, right? Yep. Uh, well, that was the whole point of that. Uh, what was it? The auction show, Roadhouse Auction, or what was oh, that um, oh, the one at- Road Antiques Road Antiques Road. Antiques Road. Yeah, show. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bring your crap, and we'll tell you how much it's not worth. Yeah, Alice right. Cooper shows up with this painting he's had in his closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you think this is worth? That's when, that's when, like, the guy, you know, the, whoever the appraiser on Roadshow says, I'll give you a million for it. And right. And goes and sells it for run, You run off thinking you made out, and he's laughing at you. But is are you happy with the million dollars you got for something you had sitting in a closet or in the garage or in a basket in the rafters? And not when you find out what, what you could have got. I, I know, I know what you, you mean. I'm unhappy. Yeah. Well, well but, it's like on Pawn Stars, people bring crap in and and they say they want, you know, what it could be sold for. But the Pawn Star guys say, "Well, I got to make some money on this. I can't." Right. Who do you Give trust you more? Bid. Who do you trust more at the appraisal, Antiques Roadshow or Pawn Stars? Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, Antiques Roadshow. Okay, out of All right, there you go. Eric Clapton, he got his shots. He's vaccinated, and he's not happy about it. Uh, Eric has joined Van Morrison in the grumpy old, you know, UK guy uh, category. He, I guess, sent a telegram to a friend that was released uh, via Rolling Stone magazine, just talking about the nightmare he had with uh, the vaccine. Now, he got the AstraZeneca, which we've been reading about has had a lot of issues. That hasn't even been cleared in America, right? You can't even get that shot, right? It hasn't, and I guess he had a bad reaction for his to his first injection and then was told to wait 12 weeks till getting the next one. Somehow he wound up taking the next one in six weeks and had a bad reaction again. Hmm. So he's kind of, you know, now he's out, you know, he's out just kind of grumbling about it. He's not he's not as directly outspoken as Van Morrison has been. But, you know, he is doing some grumbling and saying, you know, he's he's tried to be on the path of what he calls passive rebellion, um, you know, about everything COVID related and, and has bit his tongue quite a bit. But now he at least feels like he has to share this, you know, this, okay. has to share his experience. And part of the reason is he plays on van's new album so you know they and he has voiced support for van's position so i think he wanted to explain himself to a friend and then like i say have this now released for public consumption i have another question telegram i know i read that too (laughs) what but that's what it says a text phone call? <laughs> I never even thought about that. Telegram. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So maybe maybe somebody on the writing end of this got it wrong, but it's it says in 
in real words here, Telegram. Okay. But maybe that's what something. Maybe that's what you call a particular kind of email now. Really, you think? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Boy, that's we this really missed it. This will go up for auction in a few years. And yeah, true. True. Uh, there, I think there's some light at the end of the tunnel, and I don't think it's a train this time, Gary. Uh, the Lollapalooza Festival. Yep. Is uh, it's on as as of right now, right? Yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Chicago has green lighted it. We have Chicago green lighted it. You know, they they announced the lineup. Yeah. You know, everything tickets are on sale. You know, and they also though announced along with it what the health protocols are going to be, and and that's been the thing the past few weeks. It's become very clear that we're going to have a concert season this summer everywhere, and that it's going to be at full capacity pretty much everywhere. Do you have any so, planned? Are you are you set to go to Lollapalooza or do you have- not? Probably not. I haven't I haven't gone to it in, in years and years, and you know we're going to have stuff here. But you're going to start going as soon as they're up again. I think so. Okay. I think so. I may you know I'll I'll take my own precautions and you know follow whatever precautions are being are being forwarded, you know, and, and are being positioned by the events. That Lollapalooza, for instance, instance, you're either going to have to provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test from within 24 hours of every day you attend. So if you're going to go three days, you're going to have to test for three days and and produce the evidence for them. They're working with an agency that that does that, that helps to make it easy for you as the patron to show the event your negative test. I'm hearing about this from lots of other venues, how they're implementing, you know, different protocols. But, no, you know, Lollapalooza's on July 29th, August 1st. Austin City Limits uh, will be happening in October. Lots of other festivals are popping Summerfest up. Summerfest is on, on the list of acts that have been confirmed. Oh, yeah, well, Summerfest, you know, that, that, that announced, and, you know, it's later, obviously, this year. And then the, uh, the Hala Mega Tour, uh, which is Green Day and Panic at the Disco, or I'm sorry, Fall Out Boy and Weezer, uh, confirmed this week that that's a stadium tour, and it's going out, and it's going to play at Summerfest and, you know, all around the country. So all these things, all these things are happening. It's, it's game on. Yeah, I'm, I am all for it. Eventually, we have to get back out there, right? Well, I mean, but yeah, we you I couldn't just go. You know, the, the protocol issue is the is the issue. How are how are we going to even in a big mass, or especially in a big mass, how how are we going to going to keep people as safe as possible and minimize the risk as much as possible? I mean, there's a risk. You know, two years ago, 2019, it was a risk going to a mass event for so for so many reasons. But you know. It was it was a risk, but it was a risk we were kind of familiar with and comfortable with. So how do we how do we minimize the levels of risk is going to be is going to be what promoters and bands and agents and venues face in the coming weeks. Well, we've had sporting events and we haven't had any uh, news stories about super spreaders going Not too on. Much, no. So Not too much. It's been more the locker room seems to be more dangerous <laughs> okay. than right. the stands, if you ask the New York Yankees. It says so, Ed, Ed Sheeran says uh, he's getting ready to return to music. Yeah, he, he What's he been teased. doing? Was he out of music? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, no, he had said he was going to take a little bit of hiatus because he got married and then they had a kid. Yeah. And so he was taking a little time off and he was arguably overexposed. But he put on Instagram this week an image uh, showing uh, him from behind holding a guitar and the caption said, something's cooking. And in April, he was seen filming a music video in London. And so, you know, every, 
everybody expects to hear some more concrete information soon, but I have a I do have a sense that he's uh, you know that he we are going to hear some new Ed Sheeran music this year. I'm surprised this uh, comes at the beginning of uh, summer because yeah. you know grilling season means ketchup on everything and. <laughs> There you go. He should be busy doing that. He can have he, it backstage. Be, I'm sure it's in yeah, his rider. Yeah, he could sure. be back in the commercials. Sure. I would buy, if Ed Sheeran says, this is the best ketchup I've ever had, I believe him because he really likes ketchup, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. He's, uh, you know, they, It was one of the, those organic things where it came to him, Heinz came to him because of what they read about him and ketchup, not them pitching him, hey, we need a big star. Right. They were like, oh, you like ketchup? Why don't you do stuff <laughs> he was with us? Famous like for liking ketchup. You've been right. eating white castles for decades. You know, come on and be be our pitch man. I don't know that I qualify for. I love ketchup, but I certainly enjoy it. I'm more of a I'm more of a barbecue sauce guy. Yeah, oh, and there's a lot of versions of that. Oh, you're one of those, huh? You could I, be. You could have your own barbecue <laughs> sauce, Gary. There's a lot of barbecue sauce. I can I see your face on a bottle of barbecue sauce with a chef's hat on and a big smile on your face, Gary. And then it wouldn't sell a single bottle. What? No. With my face on it, no. Not true. That's the kind of face. You ever see those guys on those barbecue shows, Gary? You're better looking than most of them. Maybe, but yeah. you know, you but but on, on you a would. shelf in a su- on a shelf in a supermarket, <laughs> they'd be screaming down the aisle in horror. So we'll, oh boy, you know, we'll What's, go, with, on, we'll go with another label. What's uh, this 1971 uh, docu series on uh, Apple? Apple, Apple Plus. TV, Apple Plus. Uh, this is must must see viewing. Um, it's an eight episode. Mini, you know, documentary series created by you know a British company, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Kicks off today. In fact, it's probably streaming right now. And you know, eight episodes and great footage, great interviews, both archival. With whom? And new. Who are who? Who are we? Who are we documenting? You know, literally everybody. Uh, Marvin Gaye, who, by the way, happy fiftieth birthday today to what's go the what's going on album. Um, that kicks it off. And and then, you know, they look at the early solo recordings of John Lennon and uh, George Harrison. You have the Rolling Stones releasing Sticky Fingers and also making Exile on Main Street. Sly, key moments, Fly in the Family Stone, Joni Mitchell, the Who. They really don't leave too many stones or Rolling Stones uncovered over the course of these eight episodes. You've seen you've seen them? I've seen it, yeah. And you enjoyed yeah. them all? Very much. Just sat back and went, this is really well done. It's, it was one of the best documentary series I've seen. You are killing me, Graf. Wow. You know why? You know why you're killing you me? Because you don't have Apple TV. I canceled Apple TV. I went through and looked at all my streaming services and went, I do not need Apple TV, and I discontinued it. This is where you contact them and say, how much is it worth it to you for me to come back? <laughs> I'm confused by all the apples, cause records, TV. Oh, I, know, you know. I know, you know. Talk about an talk about an empire. The whole the whole streaming world is due for a reckoning. Which I have a uh-huh. feeling. I have a feeling that's going to be one of the post-COVID economic issues. Like is people are going to get rid of their streaming services. Are start are, are going to start uh, downsizing their stream their streaming because you know during covid we were all locked in and okay you know i'll spend a few bucks on this that or the other thing before you know it you have a dozen services between music yeah right services, and then they all want TV, you to pay more when you actually right, want something bumped, from they bumped it out a few of them bumped it up during covid and that's why yeah. i went through 
just a couple of months ago and said, which one of these? Do I, I, I can get rid of this one. And Apple was the casualty, Apple yeah. Plus. Well, your plan as a consumer <laughs> really should be is like, you know, you kind of rotate them. Okay, you know, which you, one got... I can, you know which one I can probably get rid of, rid of that I, I was thinking the other day? I never watched that, the Peacock platform. I just don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, I like. I, I actually do, and I like a lot of what's on there. Okay, so I've dedicated my life to watching TV, and <laughs> I think I might get a couple more. <laughs> Can I come over and watch this docu series at your house, please? Going to cost you. <laughs>